Hey everyone, it's Father Pat here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings for today are from Wednesday of the fifth week of Easter. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Some who had come down from Judea were instructing the brothers, Unless you are circumcised according to the Mosaic practice, you cannot be saved. Because there arose no little dissension and debate by Paul and Barnabas with them, it was decided that Paul, Barnabas, and some of the others should go up to Jerusalem to the apostles and presbyters about this question. They were sent on their journey by the church and passed through Phoenicia and Samaria, telling of the conversion of the Gentiles, and brought great joy to all the brethren. When they arrived in Jerusalem, they were welcomed by the church as well as by the apostles and the presbyters, as they rep- and they reported what God had done with them. But some from the party of the Pharisees, who had become believers, stood up and said, It is necessary to circumcise them and direct them to observe the Mosaic law. The apostles and the presbyters met together to see about this matter. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response, let us go rejoicing to the house of the Lord. Let us go rejoicing to the house of the Lord. I rejoiced because they said to me, we will go up to the house of the Lord. And now we have set foot within your gates, O Jerusalem. Let us go rejoicing to the house of the Lord. Jerusalem built as a city with compact unity. To it, the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord. Let us go rejoicing to the house of the Lord. According to the decree for Israel, to give thanks to the name of the Lord. In it are set up judgment seats, seats for the house of David. Let us go rejoicing to the house of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine grower. He takes away every branch in me that does not bear fruit, and every one that does, he prunes so that it bears more fruit. You are already pruned because of the word that I spoke to you. Remain in me as I remain in you. Just as a branch cannot bear fruit on its own unless it remains on the vine, so neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever remains in me and I in him will bear much fruit, because without me, you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me will be thrown out like a branch and wither. People will gather them and throw them into a fire, and they will be burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask for whatever you want, and it will be done for you. By this is my Father glorified, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. An exclusive bottle of wine is identified by the winery producing it, the variety of grape, and its vintage, the year the grapes were harvested. For example, a 2019 Penfolds Bin 707 Cabernet Sauvignon will set you back about $500. It's safe to say I'll never get to try it. But there is Plenty of less expensive vintage wines out there, which may fall more within our budgets. And then there are non-vintage wines, which are blends of grapes harvested harvested in multiple years, widely available, inexpensive, and perfectly acceptable to most people. Just because a particular vine in a particular year doesn't produce a grape worthy of a vintage bottle doesn't mean the grapes are thrown away and the vines are torn down. The fruit of the vine is still good, if not as perfect as one might prefer. In today's gospel, Jesus speaks of himself as the vine, while we are the branches. He urges us, remain in me as I remain in you. 
just as a branch cannot bear fruit on its own unless it remains on the vine, so neither can you unless you remain in me. An image coming from the mouth of the Lord is worthy of careful consideration, both as individual members of the body of Christ and for the church universal. The church often speaks of those who are separated from her. But what does that mean exactly? Depending on the speaker, the intent could be different. Sometimes, non-Catholic Christians are termed our separated brethren. Some will say that a person who is engaged in a particular action as having committed a mortal sin, which by definition completely severs the person from God and from a life of grace. If a person is in a marriage not recognized by the church or living a lifestyle not in line with church doctrine, are they no longer considered one of us? Some would argue that they are not. But let's go back to Jesus' own words. Just as a branch cannot bear fruit on its own unless it remains on the vine, so neither can you unless you remain in me. A person cannot bear fruit unless they are connected to Jesus. A person connected to Jesus who bears good fruit is a member of his body and thus a member of the church. I've never had a course in logic, but I'm pretty sure all of that makes perfect sense. And so think about those who you know, people who you or someone else puts in a separated category. Are any of them bearing good fruit, doing some good in the world? If the answer is yes, then they are connected to Jesus and part of his church. Now, Jesus didn't specify that the fruit they produce has to be perfect or vintage, but it has to be good enough to admit that the Lord is working in and through them. And so instead of being so quick to cut off the vines and burn them, maybe we ought to ask ourselves how we can make those good grapes even better. For a grapevine, you'd start with extra care, a little TLC. So let's start there, and then let the Lord do what only the Lord can do. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Happy Easter, have a great day, and say a prayer for me.